1950, the engineers were looking at every possible dam site in the whole Colorado River system. There was more than 100 dam sites that were identified. Our manifest destiny is to bring water uh, to the desert. And the way we were going to do that is to dam the Colorado River, to make electricity, full steam ahead. Manifest Destiny is the belief that America was blessed by God to expand the country as far westwards as possible. It was the idea that man has the divine duty of taming nature and civilizing it. This was the mindset upon which most of the American West was founded. My name is Juan Pablo Liendo from Caracas, Venezuela, and this is a story about the U.S.-Mexico political relationships of the Colorado River. The Colorado River has changed life in the West. Starting in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, the river runs 1,450 miles all the way down to Baja California, Mexico. It has allowed men to accomplish their dream of bringing water and civilization to the desert. The Colorado has been a key piece which allowed the West to become the most urbanized region of America. It holds a large source of water for cities to grow. However, this expansion has not been even along the river's course. Mexico, last in line, has limited access to the river's water. Currently, the western states regulate their access to the Colorado's water through damming. They take their access to the river's sources for granted. Yet, behind this ignorance, there is a long path of internal and binational political turmoil for water control. Negotiations about the distribution of water started back in 1922 with the signing of the Colorado River Compact. Roger Clark, a program director for the Grand Canyon Trust, explains. This river produced about 15 million acre feet of water a year. And they proportionally divided it between the upper basin states, seven and a half million, and the lower basin states, seven and a half million, and maybe a little extra for Mexico. The division stopped conflict between the upper and lower blocks, but infighting among members of the same blocks increased. Early on, the states through which uh, Colorado River flows, and there's seven of them, were fighting over the water. California was already taking water out, uh, developing the Great American Canal, taking water from the Colorado River over into the Los Angeles area. Indeed, California's Great American Canal was a monumental structure to fight other states. It was a bypass around dams constructed by neighbors to get the quota of the river. Out of more than 30 dams on the river, Glen Canyon is the most politically charged. Phil Brick, director of Semester in the West, explains. It's at the dividing line between the upper basin and the lower basin states. So the, it's a political structure as much as it is uh, a concrete structure. And the other way to think about it is, if this dam is here to prevent water from going to California. That's probably the biggest reason. While the Colorado River Compact was negotiated and the river dammed, Mexico wasn't included in the negotiations about either. They received any remnant water left by the western states. Suddenly, the Colorado's water stopped flowing all the way down to the delta. Since then, most of the western states have moved away from water competition and have rapidly developed their cities. But Mexico has walked a more difficult path. It wasn't until 1944 that both countries agreed on renegotiating the water quotas from the compact. 
Mexico agreed on receiving about 2.5 million cubic feet per year coming from the lower basin states. The treaty was renegotiated yet again in 1974 by Minute 242. Juan Rios Moreno, the engineer and director of the Morelos Dam in Mexico, explains. Minute 242 was established back in 1974. It was the result of a 10-year-long period of time in which the U.S. would send high salinity water to the Colorado River, meaning that this polluted water would end up damaging our waters. The disagreement with the U.S. was that they were sending this water to Mexico and counting it as part of the 1944 quota. Ultimately, the U.S. agreed on sending more and better quality water to Mexico. Both countries currently encounter something that they didn't foresee when distributing quotas, a 20-year drought. Mark Reisner writes in his book Cadillac Desert. If the Colorado River suddenly stopped flowing, you would have two years of carryover capacity in the reservoirs before you had to evacuate most of Southern California and Arizona and a good portion of Colorado, New Mexico, and Wyoming. In that situation, Mexico wouldn't have the same luck. They could also store some water, but their storage capacity is smaller than that of the U.S. Mexican populations will have to be evacuated almost immediately or flee to join the rising numbers of climate refugees. Political relationships between the U.S. and Mexico have come a long way since 1922. In the past, America capitalized Mexico's natural disadvantage for its own benefit. This is not the case anymore. Water quotas are no longer the topic of discussion. Now, water is shared across countries. 2014 was a landmark year in their relationships due to the signing of Minutes 319. Back in 2014, Mexico and the U.S. agreed on giving water back to the environment. In the U.S., they opened the gates of the dams. They sent about 390 million cubic feet of water during the months of March, April, and May. Before the water was released, the U.S. held it for two years, storing enough for a short pulse flow. This was an unprecedented act of collaboration bringing water back to the delta for the first time since the river was dammed. Both countries made history in terms of their relationships, but the result of this moment expanded to society. It empowered locals and activists to work on a landscape-scale restoration across the delta. In the same year, after Minute 319 happened, the Sonoran Institute, a binational environmental restoration group, extracted water from the Colorado River on the Mexican side to plant a cottonwood forest in the desert. This was an attempt to bring back the riparian forest that existed before the damming of the river. Francisco Zamora, director of the Sonoran Institute for the Delta region, claims that all it took for him was to dream and act. He saw the historical moment as an opportunity to recreate the forest as it once was. It's been almost a century since the Colorado was stemmed and the American West had changed. Manifest destiny is an obsolete concept, and competition among states is no longer sustainable. The desert is taking back lands watered by the Colorado, requiring the countries to work together. Conflicts have been resolved, and a structure of collaboration has been created. Mexico and the U.S. have demonstrated that they can use the river as a bridge instead of a boundary. 
for National Public Lands Radio. This is Juan Pablo Leandro.